Uh, I lost my coffee cup last week, and I'm only down one coffee cup now. I'm literally looking around my office to see if I could find it. Um, but I lost it, and so I took my wife's cup. She's like, where's my cup? She didn't say it like that. I think she said, uh, where's my coffee cup? And I said, I have it. I stole it, and you're never getting it back. Anyway, the Coffee Cup Chronicles of Art on the Art and Span Show. Thank you so much for... Clicking like on this, and uh, I was and now clicking unlike after that story. Well, oh know, my god! You know what? I'm sorry that you were sitting there texting, so I was trying to fill time. I was listening to you. Who, who are you talking to? That's more important than this. Uh, a friend. Hmm. Oh, cool. Must be nice to have friends. Anyway, uh, thank you. We're for... friends, aren't we? <sighs> sometimes I wonder, man. You know, sometimes <laughs> I really wonder. I was having a really rough Monday, and I told you that I didn't want to do the podcast, and then you like always wait five minutes, and I changed my mind. Yes. Um, yes, I'm not kidding when I call you my work girlfriend. I know. Because literally, I can fully expect that at some point, whatever you're... What, this is, I think, the second time you've been like, nope, can't do a podcast. Just too much. I'm not feeling it. Just I'm, Okay, cool. And then like 11 minutes later, it's like, you want to do a podcast? I'm like, yeah, sure. It's well, like, just, because I'm so wishy-washy with things. I'm so... Uh, I've got a lot... And the other thing is... No, too- no, no. Mm. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, but you're, you're not. not wishy-washy with actions. You're wishy-washy with thoughts. Yes. You deliver consistently. Ooh, thank you. You think Same. about things wishy-washy. Yeah, that is true. You you do make a good point there. I will give you that. I, but I will say that I'm not losing my voice, but I think I, I stopped taking my allergy p- pills. Oh, that's right. You asked me for an allergy pill. Yeah, like 14 hours ago. I'm sorry. Don't worry. I'm I'll sorry. just tough it out for the next 45 minutes. I'm sorry. So no, anyway, it's okay. you're losing your voice. But I think I'm losing my voice because of that. Um, or it could be just because of screaming at my kids. I don't know. But Screaming at what happened? Uh, it, nothing. I just, I watched the kids. Wait, 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 wait. I shouldn't say I watched. Are you comfortable? Yeah, I'm comfortable with talking about it. Okay. I'm cool. the greatest part-time dad ever. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yeah. Here comes Sensitive Sally, a.k.a. Art. He's on the podcast. No, like, um, I shouldn't say I watched my kids because that just sounds terrible. I uh, had the weekend with you, the, ki- with the kids. And you parenting your children. Yes. And I think, I honestly think it's an allergy thing because... Uh, I stopped taking my allergy pills just because I don't like taking pills continuously, but I'm starting to suffer because of it. So As I shake my head, I'm I like, know. yeah, you deserve everything that's coming <sighs> to you right now. I know, but I'm trying to... Um, the only time you can go without your allergy pill, honestly, is like basically when the temperature drops below, like, I think it's 35, because really? like it... It it triggers something in the flora and fauna to stop trying what to procreate. Is, what, the fauna... Flora and fauna. What like, is that? Flora and fauna is like plants and okay. everything Regardless, out in it's nature. The reason I went to Rock on the Range last year, and when I was at Rock on the Range... Oh, I'm sorry. Are you accepting a phone call right now? No, I was making sure my headphones were off. I am so sick. You are I, so Before sensitive. we talk about this Rock on the Range thing, okay? I am so sick and it's tired. It's not called Rock on the Range. I know. That's Sonic why I'm telling Temple. the story, because it was happened when it was running Rock on the Range. All right, fine. You're at Rock on the Range. I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> I'm so pissed at you when it comes to those stupid damn headphones. They're the stupidest things ever. Span, if you know Span, you know two things. For one, he is beautiful. He is a beautiful human being. Inside and out. The other problem is, he's got these stupid damn headphones that he's always got in his ears. And then you'll be like, 
I'll look at you like, hey, um, can you talk? You're like, I'm on the phone. <laughs> you need a light that is attached to your shoulder. So when you're on the phone, it's just on. Well, these headphones are really nifty, man. It's I'm Yeah, it's all- great. Technology's awesome. But you know what sucks is when you're talking to somebody for five minutes and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm on the phone. You don't do that. I'm just joking. You usually make it clear right off the rip. Hey, I'm on the phone. Yeah, but it's just it's just funny because like it's honest like because I literally turned the ringer off of my phone, and because of you, I've turned the ringer Thank on. You. Thank you. Because you were so like, oh, so we're a friendship now. You're not picking up my calls, and I'm dude. Like, that is no oh one has God. ever too. Bi- okay, listen. It, here's the deal. Um, I understand. I never answer my phone. My ringer is always off, twenty four seven. Okay, and it's because well, mine was. But carry on. It's because. I, uh, I've just always had my ringer off always like I think, I think there's been maybe two or three times where it's been on continuously and it's, it's like an in case of emergency if, if something's going on, but with you, I'll, I'll call you at like one and you'll call me back 14 days later. Oh yeah. You tried calling me. Yeah. 14 days ago to where like me right now, I check my phone constantly. That's the problem is I have my ringer off, but I check my phone constantly. Yeah, see, I don't check my phone at all. See, I keep the headphones in my in one ear, one ear, because when I get a call, the headphones notify notify me that someone's calling me. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how I turn the oh. I turn the ringer off, and I can still tell. That way, you don't hear my obnoxious ring. Yeah, I get it right to my brain, so you don't get exposed to all of that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's the favor that's... I do society, but I didn't want to bother trying to explain to you because you were so upset. And so bothered by the idea that I went two calls in a row without picking yeah. it up immediately. And then, like, oh, I'll see him at work tomorrow. Dude, it must a, not be I, that important. I'm a needy friend. And I think you've learned that by now, that yeah. I, I am needy. If I, if, but if I need to call you, there's a reason for it. I have dated women that were way less needy. Oh, yeah. Me. I could tell you that. But anyway, what I was going to say about allergies and losing my voice, last year... You set up a whole bunch of interviews for me at Rock on the Range. Yes. I went down there. It was awesome. And literally that night, I lost my voice. Like to the point to where it was just like, bye, gone, see ya. And then the next day, I had interviews with Avenge Sevenfold that I had to cancel. I tried doing a three days grace interview, and my buddy had to do most of the talking. So I thought that that was happening this weekend. But I honestly, I don't, I just think it's allergies. Um and literally, it happened around the same time of me stopping taking the allergy medicine. Which... I would agree it's probably allergies, especially when you change climates. Yeah. Like, pollen counts are different, and your body... I mean, look, I don't know the science on this, but I'm assuming your body gets used to the pollen count and kind of acclimates. Yeah. Because it's your immune system that's fighting the reaction of all these things being introduced into your bloodstream. Yeah. Even though there's nothing to fight... These uh, these histamines and everything else, whatever the hell is going on in your body, they start triggering what is kind of your body acting like an immunosuppression system yeah. or not an, an immunoactivation system. And so it causes all these different things. But you you literally have to tell your body or you literally have to throw a, a lasso around your immune system and say, chill out. That's what an allergy pill does. Um, Say, yo, chill out. Just saying it. Relax. But like. If you go to another area and you're not taking those same pills, your body triggers all over again. But that's why they say like it's important to have locally sourced honey because the honey has the pollen Ooh. from your area and then it goes into your body and your body becomes immune to it. 
Like, that's what I had heard is like, because honey, you know, bees carry honey, honey has pollen, you know, so it all makes sense. Mm. I was like, man, I never thought of that. Me either. And you know what? Taking like, like I take a lot of pills, not pills, but I take a, a vitamin pack that are like four different vitamins. And then at night I take one that's got five and, uh, and then I take an allergy pill. Um, but it's just like with getting older too, man, like you got to take vitamins when you start to get older. Cause yeah. Like, Cause like your body isn't producing those vitamins and you're not eating the same food that, you know, it just, it sucks. Getting old sucks. Well, yeah, but I mean, there's getting to a point now where there's going to be like all types of things that'll be useful for the, to increase quality of life and stuff. So I'm not really scared of getting old. I'm scared of, well, well, I'm scared of people in our parking lot digitally stimulating each other that's what i'm that's what i'm scared of yo so just before this podcast oh my god Span comes in and said someone was using the hand version of a rototiller and i don't know there was stuff happening and then i went out to go see what was going on to check on them and it they, was over and it was completely uncomfortable we had to i had to go tell the front desk person um because wednesday is literally gonna be one of my favorite days of the year. I, dude, I am so excited for this interview. Uh, to have uh, the one and only. I told my wife. She said, "What's you. the interview? The Gucci Berry interview." Oh my god! So if you don't know, uh, which it, it, this prefaces it by saying, "Hold I, up, before you start going down the Gucci Berry thing." Mm-hmm. Now we'll finish the we'll finish the we'll finish we'll finish my the thing I was talking about. Get, what do you mean? You're telling your wife about Gucci Bear. You're telling your wife about Gucci Bear. So I told her, I said, hey, I'm really excited because uh, we have an interview with Gucci Bear next week. And she said, and I quote, you. <laughs> it was the best ever. <laughs> because this guy is literally, and he would he would take it as a compliment because he, of some of the stuff that he ate a maggot and worm sandwich a couple weeks ago. He is 370 pounds of gravy. Oh, he's awesome. And blisters. He is and boob fat. He is the epitome of do uh, do what thou will. Like, oh my god. Dude. If ever there was if there was a mascot for hedonism, yeah. he is it. Dude, and I respect that so much because if you don't know who Gucci Berry is, he's a guy based in Michigan um, that has gone viral for some of the videos and content that he has put out into the internets. And one of them is a thing called Swing to the Sex Sunday. Now, if you have not seen a single video of the Gucci Berries, uh, you need to go on Instagram, and I think it's like Big Gucci or something like that, and go look at his videos because every single Sunday he has a video in which he uses different tools, objects, people's fists, people's legs uh, to hit himself in the nuts with, and it is it's great. It's just it literally it's a bright spot in the dark days that we're in. I I really I really feel that way. I'd never heard of this dude before you mentioned him, <laughs> and then you showed me some videos, and I was like, "Oh my dude, god, he is what awesome!" And then you go, "Wouldn't it be awesome if we could interview him?" And I said, <laughs> "Go for it." And you were like, "Oh, I have a connect too." Yeah. I was like, "No way, yeah. no way." Fast forward like eleven minutes later, and an interesting conversation <laughs> with the manager and my man's purple genitals yeah he's apparently we're gonna have an interview with them this week and, and he's all just... about doing stunts out it's so we had to warn the front desk guy that hey this guy's coming in he's probably gonna be shirtless he's probably uh he definitely has a ice cream tattoo like gucci mane um he also ha- uh, 
has Colin Crusher written on his stuff. I mean, there's just so many. Great I don't think things. he's gonna come in shirtless. I don't think. I think he I th- will. I think as a as a professional sti- uh, social media stimulator, I think <laughs> he's actually going to come in kind of semi normal. You think just so? like his goofy self. Like kind of amped up a little, yeah, and save it for when we crack the mics. Like yeah. I, know, I guarantee you, when he's pretty, like he's still goofy, but like he saves the he's real twenty four seven, right? Yes, he's when the cameras are on though. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy, back God. up and make sure everybody has hand sanitizer. You know, when we uh, took this to our boss to see what he would think of it, um, because there, it, it's a whole group. It's there's the daddy long neck, who's the kid with the long neck. <laughs> And Terry knew who that was. And then he knew about the guy with the jaw. It's where he could put his jaw up to his nose. And it was just, it's just fascinating to me. And the fact that, like, literally, he is getting paid to just travel the country and get hit in the balls and just do stupid stuff. It's so great. How is he getting paid, though? Like, what you you said he has a, a business that's doing quite well. That's how he gets paid. Yeah. So, does this stuff, like, does he get paid for that, too? Like, is he at the point where he can put up? Like those, you know, those posters, like where it's like, hey, join me at so-and-so club in Detroit. I'll be there so. from 9 to 11. Yeah. He like, used to go to the to the uh, dispensary that I was associated with um, that I helped like work. I did their social media for them. And he used to go into there all the time. And he would just like hang out and like take pictures with people and... Yeah, but you yeah. don't get paid from that. Like, it's one thing to do it for free. I know that he's... I'm an almost positive and he... he I'm almost positive that he gets paid for like his appearances at this point. Almost positive means nothing. Okay, man. well then we'll ask him. That's a question we can ask. Oh, him. that's definitely I, a question. So we're some of the questions him. that I have is, um, is uh, you know, I always like asking people that are somewhat famous or people that are famous, who are you surprised as a fan of you? Because to me, that's so interesting. Like when we asked uh, Fieldy from Corn. We got a whole entire Dave Grohl story out of it, yeah, which normally wouldn't have been told. I don't think, like, right. it's, you know. So, and I, you can find that interview at Q106FM.com. Hey, but you know, that's uh, the thing is, is I look at it, um, and I look at the people that he's done videos with, and I was like, wait, that person knows you? Like, I'm pulling up his stuff right now because it's just, it's, it's awesome, man. Like, I, I have, just, I have no idea what it's like to know that someone more famous than you is a fan of your work. Like imagine if we're like chilling one day and one day we get an email from some representation of Matthew McConaughey and they go, uh, just a heads up. We were wondering, Matthew McConaughey was wondering how he could reach one of you. You're putting us on a pretty high pedestal. But you'd be, dude, it's the internet, man. You never know. Like with podcasting being so like the diaspora, of everything going out, you never know who might like be a fan. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying we have somebody on Matthew McConaughey's level, yeah. but in general, you could find yourself having a fandom where you least expect it. Some friends of mine uh, that are in a band called State of Mind, they're mm-hmm. based in Langsburg, Michigan, right? They have followings, like just, you know, fan clubs of 10 to 15 people, whatever, in countries like Uzbekistan, Russia, Italy. Yeah. Like, and and that's all from the internet. Like, they release some songs online. They have taken off, like, just to give you an idea, well, not an idea. They last time I asked them how many streams on YouTube they had, it was something like 22 million. Yeah. And 
these songs have been out for like three, four years now. Do you know any local band that has a million views on their stuff? It is crazy, though, when you start to get that thought. Like with this dude, like he literally just started doing crazy stuff and it caught on. Well, I mean, crazy stuff is going to catch on. It's like a lowbrow, like easy way to do it. The difficulty is maintaining it. Yeah, like, it's hard. And he's built not only a consistent well of 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 content, yeah. but he's also built a crew of people from which to all use each other's followings right. together yep. and from that build a following. Like he has 500,000 Instagram followers from what I saw when yeah. you showed me. And when you get when you get to 100,000, it just kind of skyrockets from from there yeah. because each person is literally acting as their own hub or nodule from which they show other people from which they reach yeah they read they resend they copy well and, and he follow. also gets paid through that too so like he it's paid through like instagram pays so no I'll, I'll tell you how they pay say you have a page right and you're an up-and-coming artist you can pay him to talk about you on his page and say oh. hey check out span on instagram and and i'm guessing he okay. gets a chunk of change for that but here's the deal man like the fact that I don't know. I've just I'm I have weird interests like my interest in stuff. I, I don't and I'm not trying to be like eclectic or like, oh, I'm so different by any means. But like, I just like weird hickabilly stuff. And that's one thing like the the hitting getting hit in the nuts and and he eats maggot sandwiches. I just I find it so hickabilly. Yeah. Hickabilly like hillbilly hickabilly. I was about to say, how in the hell is hickabilly different from hillberry? It's not. Like, I just I, call it. I say hickabilly instead of hillbilly. Oh, this is a personal thing that you do? I don't. I, I mean, I'm not the person who invented the word hickabilly by any means. See, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like if they're the same thing, like if you know orange is an orange, you don't call it a orange. You know, I just called it. I said hickabilly because I want to say hickabilly. I don't know. Where I the just, hell did hickabilly come I just, from? It's a word. Who needed further explication oh on God. how to define what a hillbilly the is? They had to that add you that. you decide to like pinpoint on is so, it's just so random. It's so, anyway, but like I was going to say. You like hickabilly and hillbilly stuff. Like you like doing that. Like the entire purpose of my Instagram is to celebrate myself and I had, I, well, no, I still have it. I haven't checked in a minute, but I have a secondary Instagram, also known as a Finsta, that the entire purpose is to follow hot chicks. So it's like, he probably follows something like, I don't know, a couple thousand chicks. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, but I haven't, I haven't logged in in a while. I should probably, I probably lost the password somewhere. I don't they, even know. Didn't they say that like Jay-Z has a fake Instagram? There was like a story that came out to where they were convinced that anybody who doesn't have a fake account in some form or fashion. Yo, don't put that in my is brain. Either lying. Don't put that in my brain. Either lying. Don't put that in my brain. Why? What are you afraid? I don't What's want afraid? my wife having another Instagram. Have, See, having like another to where she just follows nothing but hot dudes. Okay. First of all, um, for the most part. Chicks don't really follow hot dudes for the sake for sake of following hot dudes. They follow dudes that are like, okay, you know what? I'm a man trying to tell you what females do. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop right away, okay? In this regard, I'd like to say I don't know what I'm talking about. But like in general, like chicks don't just follow hot guys who are like shirtless and stuff. Also, yeah. like I don't really inc- I mean Women could be lying to me, which is distinctly possible, <laughs> but I've never really encountered women who are like, oh, yeah, I love to look at dude shirtless all the time. Like, they have to be in a mood for it. Like, they know, mm-hmm. like, when some stuff is like, like, they know, like, 
they know like let's say let's say oh okay let's go uh gavin gavin rossdale like they know they can find pictures of him shirtless online yeah but like if a shirt if a picture of him shirtless online comes up it's not like oh yeah it's like oh i know like now like in a couple of days they could be thinking of some song that they heard on the radio and then they could be like i don't know they had a solid drink and like ooh, and now they go online like guys no at any at any drop of the hat we could be like you know, pictures of her topless. I think I want to see that. <laughs> Boom, let's go. It's like <laughs> I just I, I'm I'm proud of you for for opening up and admitting that you have a fake Instagram. That's uh, now see I don't have a fake Instagram. I don't have a fake Twitter. I do have a blank Facebook page where I have no. I think my wife's on there. I think my dad and my grandma. But I made that account in case my other Facebook page gets banned, and I have that Facebook profile connected to my social media so i can continue to post and stuff i don't care that deep like i just <laughs> look if facebook would it be like you know what we're never gonna let you have a facebook again i'd be like okay yeah. and i go about my business i wish i was forced into that because other than that like i spend the least amount of time on on all the social medias that would be on facebook i just don't i don't have any interest seeing what people that I never talk to are doing. Yeah, that's why you don't follow people who you don't talk to. Well, I can't I can't talk. I have like a thousand people. Like, no, I have 1,400 friends on Facebook. And this is when I was actively making my Facebook available to people who had heard of or knew me. Like, radio listeners, if they sent me a friend request, all good. Uh, bots, I accepted. But then, see, no, I- no, see, hold up. With bots, I'm smart, okay? with If I detect there's a bot, and you know it's a bot, because it's like, it's a hot chick banner, right? <laughs> and a hot chick profile picture the account was started like i don't know like a couple days ago and it's like 13 dudes are her friends i immediately unfriend yeah but like but i always check because declining is a declining is a waste of time see i just let them sit there nah see i want them gone like i what i do is i i if you decline them, they'll just send another one. Do you ever? So I accept, and then I go to their site and their their page, and then I unfriend. So they th- to them, there's no notification you've been unfriended. So to them, yeah. I've but when they friend- go to your page and they see that they can't friend you, they'll know that you deleted the request. No, but they're not going to look to unfriend me again. Yeah, like they're not going to. I mean, they're like they're not going to friend people, me again. I, they get the friend request. They get the friend notification, and that's the end of it. That's yeah. the end of it. They're looking for other people. Like, I've never been sent the friend request again. And that's See, fine with me. It's so weird because I, I went down the road of adding every single person that was ever sent me a request. And that's it. Then you've got random people on there and you're like, I don't care that this person's at Walmart. Like, I don't even know. But like now I'm at the point to where like literally I would be good with just four Facebook friends because like I don't talk to that many See, people. See, all you have to do is just unfollow unfollow yeah. unfollow yeah. unfollow do you ever like want to know feature who right there i have unfollowed i think out of my out do of you unfollow my me 1400 no I, but i don't see your content like that hurts. facebook no no facebook <laughs> has an algorithm like of the 1400 people i'm facebook friends with i've probably unfollowed six to seven hundred of them mm-hmm. um 
and this is a, this is a work over time. This isn't like overnight. Yeah. But it's usually what happens is they have a particularly controversial uh, post, mm-hmm. and Facebook, just like YouTube, just like Instagram, just like Twitter, they take things that are highly reactive, yep. and they say, "See, look what's going they're on." They're anger mongers, exactly, because yep. that's how their algorithms make sure that the most possible traffic is being is being held on Twitter. Yeah. So, um, or on the on the Facebook page. So, if I see something and it's something that kind of is like stupid to me unfollow see my thing is is i've i've i'm trying it's very difficult you don't really realize how addicted you are to your phone until you start putting it away and what i've been doing and what i'm going to continue to do more and more is when i get home my phone goes on the charger and i don't want to touch it until i get ready to go to bed so then that way when i get home at whatever time i've got that time to spend with my family, playing with my kids, even if it's playing video games, it's something that doesn't involve playing with my phone. Well, I, guess well, I mean, video you games. have parenting to do. Of yeah. course, that's what you do. Yeah, but if it's... you were if you were a single dude and did that, I'd be like, well, I mean, good for you. But I'd like to think you keep stimulating your brain somehow. Yeah, my thing is, is I just want to focus on if I am using my phone, I want it to be for knowledge. But it's so hard because then I watch stupid stuff like Gucci Perry. <laughs> like yesterday, I learned happy birthday on the guitar. I used the musician thing. Have you seen the app to where it shows and you play the guitar? No? Okay. No. Um, well, it's an app and you can pay a monthly service, but I downloaded the free one. And uh, I learned happy birthday on the guitar. And uh, tonight, I want to learn a new song. I want to try and learn a new song every single day. But I want to put my phone away because I'm so addicted to my phone. Like, it's bad. Like, I, I'm constantly on my phone. And I, even during the podcast, like, I look and, oh, oh, okay, I checked it. And then I put it down. But that's why, like, I'm wondering, should I have my ringer on and just, I wouldn't check it as much because it would send me a notification. Or do I, I do I put it in another room? Dude, as, I mean, you, you, I mean, your brain craves stimulation period yeah it just does yeah like even if you don't have your phone yeah you'll be scampered around here asking questions about stuff you already got the answers to nine minutes ago <laughs> like you can't help yourself it's just your brain is still. hyperactive yeah but is that hyperactive like it could just be you just have to align your brain around yeah. things that you I'm enjoy just, like, I'm just and smarter. frankly frank uh, 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 i can't believe you said that gross <laughs> anyway like when it comes down to it i'm kind of like your brain is designed to do 40% work, 60% play. It just is. Mm-hmm. Because play is d- designed for building relationships. It's designed for enriching the mind through stimulation of some form or fashion. So, like, I would just say focus your play around things that are interesting to you. Yeah. Like, I mean, when you have kids, like, the nice thing about having kids is you can learn things because their brains are such sponges. Yeah. You can start teaching them things. Like, there's all types of videos and apps and stuff. You can teach your kids stuff and you're basically learning it all over again. Yeah. Like, and, but I don't know what that's like. I don't know how that I've taught my kid to say, well, I haven't taught him, but I've encouraged him to say, um, he goes, oh, no. So now all the time I'll just drop stuff or I'll throw something and he'll be like, oh, no. And it's the funniest thing ever. Start teaching him Chinese. Yo. Okay, here's what I should do. Right quick. Yeah. Just so you know, like, and I'm saying this, I don't have any proof to back this up, but I'm saying this. Speaking Chinese over the next 20 years Uh is going to be a skill that people will make lots of money 
because they are fluent in Chinese. And it seems like a hard language to learn Mandarin Chinese, mm-hmm. but like it's really just the tones that are tricky off the jump. What if I just taught one of my kids? Like, what if I taught one kid Chinese and then him and I had secret conversations? That would be awesome. And your other two kids would uh, take the poll and uh, yeah, that's they'd true. probably be, I mean, I'm not saying. They'd probably hate me. Okay, yeah. becoming a stripper does not indicate that you have failed. Oh, in life take or the poll. Oh, yes, yes. No! Yeah, I mean, like. Not that that's like, listen. I mean, your kids would hate you, basically. That's what would happen. Your kids would like, you'd be like, hey, kid. Like, I thought about this right. I don't have any kids. I don't want to have any kids. But I was like, what if I have one kid? I've seen this. What if you have a kid that's a sportser and a kid that's an an artist, right? I don't give a rip about art. Sports, (laughs) I understand. So how do I watch UFC with one kid and then go to the art museum with my other and make it feel like I'm just as engaged? That's one of the things about having kids I am terrified by. Making sure that you show some kind of active participation with the things that mean the most to them. And let's be clear, kids (laughs) will know when you're faking, okay? But but if you fake it hard enough, kids will appreciate that you put in the effort. So you got one who has a whole bunch of plays and recitals, you have one that plays football, and you have one that sits around doing experiments with like innocuous chemicals all day. Like... (laughs) I mean, how do you show equal amounts of interest <laughs> in know. all of them? Like, that's that's the conundrum about having multiple kids yeah. that I just blows my mind. Like, I don't even understand. Hopefully, though, none of them decides to get digitally stimulated in a radio station parking lot, though, <laughs> because that is a whole other set of concerns. And that is our segue for our next topic. <laughs> finger oh. touching and finger banging in the parking lot. I don't, can we even say, I don't, okay, okay. So real quick, <laughs> I, I I went home to get my lunch because I, like a dummy, I forgot my lunch and it was sitting on the countertop and needed to be refrigerated and I didn't want to leave it there all day. Yeah. Even though I got AC at home, I didn't want to leave it out there all day, risk getting a whole bunch of diseases. So I went home <laughs> and I grabbed it and I brought it here and I'm getting out of my car and I'm walking towards the door and like, I just, okay, I'm black. I was raised in Detroit. You look both ways at all times. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when I have my headphones on because yeah. I don't want to get snuck. So anyway, oh I'm looking, but I know, I know, I know, yeah. but I'm black, born and raised in Detroit. Yeah. Anything's possible. So I pay attention. Anyway, I'm looking hither and thither and then I look <laughs> thither and I see him and her and I see what well, it looked like. In the back of a van, like an Astro van. Yeah, it was like, it was like, it it looked like, it okay, it was it looked like one body with a forearm and a and a and a calf exposed, and I was like, that calf should not be that high off the ground unless they're levitating. What on earth? And then I realized it wasn't. I was I was like, could that be just a really large? What the? I just picture you doing a triple take. No, I triple. I was, I'm still taking. Like, I'm still taking. Like, I'm looking and I'm looking. I mean, Thither is to the right, and I'm going back and forth. Like, Thither and me are going to get married the way I'm ex- examining Thither. Oh, so anyway, I'm looking over there, and I realize the calf is actually pointed towards the truck, which means the knee is pointed out, which means that's one leg, Where's the other leg? Mm-hmm. Well, in between, well, what's hiding the view of the other leg are the hips and thighs of a basketball shorted individual that is not <laughs> the same individual. It is a male that is bent 
over the leg that is pointing out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then I'm like, what the, oh, so the forearm I'm looking at, it's not straight, it's bent. Do and you- the elbow is moving in a slight piston-like mover, <laughs> maneuver, very even, very steady, like... As this the is le- romance novel. Oh man, it was true. <laughs> do you think? Do you think they were really having sex by the bookstore? I don't think. I don't. Okay, judging by the distance, because he was a, he's a skinny dude. Okay, <laughs> and the knee was not sticking far enough out mm-hmm. for it to be that. Mm-hmm. Especially since his hips were not moving forward and back. <laughs> what I believe is that his arm was using his digits. To stimulate okay, yep, the yep, girl. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Yes. Yep. So um, I was, so I was like, no. And then like I open the door and I come in and I turn around. And I look from inside the building and again I say, no. <laughs> and then like I say, Josh, because Josh was at the front desk. I was like, Josh, look outside. He's like, wait, what? I was like, look out, look at the look, look. So he looks out and he's like, uh. And I was like, no. <laughs> and so I see his arm going forward and back real steady. Yeah. Not fast because he's a lover, okay, not yeah, a fighter. Right, yeah. So it's real steady. <laughs> and then he like, okay, they stop or he stops, right? Like, and like. <laughs> Closes the and like, door. No, 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 no. <laughs> he stops and then. He bends further over, and I was like, oh, my. And you see him kind of, he's reaching, and then he's pulling back with both his arms extended, and it appears he is wrapping his hands around her posterior and pulling her forward so that she can kind of sit more steady okay, on yeah, the back okay, of the truck, okay. okay? And then... They both start to vape. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. But the thing is, is then he locked her in the van a couple yeah. times. Yeah, bro. She closed the door and closed the other door and like locked herself in the back of the van. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, okay, I have seen, I have seen. And I, I'm very, how can I? Okay, okay. Give me some space to do this without, okay. So, on the internet, I have seen individual female performances of... We're going to get in trouble. ...human activities... I guarantee you. ...in moving vehicles. They're going to make us take this down. Oh, my God. I'm just... I'm talking about what I saw, yo. I'm not talking... And I'm using the most, like... When I went out there and asked if they were okay. Oh, yeah, you did. Okay, okay. So, we're, we're, in, the, we're, in, the, we're in the thing. Art was like, oh, I want to see... I was like, nah, they're done. So, he goes up front to tell Josh about the ticket, and that's when he went to the ticket story. But, like... Or no, we're talking about Gucci Berry story, but he go, he goes. Yeah, he because shows, my, my boss told me as a warning, we need to tell the front desk guy. Yes, about Gucci we should. We, yeah, everybody needs to know, <laughs> this, and we need. To, we should send an email out, like yes, just to be safe, yes, or have individual yes, conversations. Be like, hey, yes, just to give you a heads up, there's yes. going to be this guy that's coming in. He's a little goofy. Yes, and like I, there are two places he needs to stop moving. Just outside the door to open it, and then the studio. Yes. He should be moving the yes. entire rest yes. of the time. Because otherwise, I'm we scared. Do, of- so can we do a swing to the sack in the in there? Hold on, let me finish okay, the yeah, story. Anyway. Yeah, so I go distraction. I, I go over and ask because I I had told Span and Clark I said I really want to ask if he's if they're okay, just because I wanted to see what they were doing. 
Yeah, but I'm mean, a little peeping time by then. Oh my god, I'm peeping Artie. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. What did they say when you asked? If they well, I help? went. I I kind of walked like I was walking towards my car, and then I turned, and I was like, "Are you guys okay?" And they said, "Yeah." And the guy just looked at me, like like as if I was killing his high, like as if I was like, uh, "How do I say?" It? it was as if um, uh, excuse me. It was as if I told him that Christmas was canceled because he looked at me like I was bothering him, like he might have been in the middle of a task. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, really? And, the guy then, who was potentially digitally stimulating a female yeah. in a parking lot with seven other businesses was looking at you like I you might think, be dampering him. I think, I think, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I think she was just handicapped. I honestly think like maybe her legs didn't work or something, and he was trying to get her in the view. I don't even have <laughs> anywhere near the <laughs> eye socket to roll my eyes in the response to that. Okay, so you're because, fairly no, certain. I am. I am. Her legs were fine. Like, look, <laughs> look. If she had a physical ailment of some kind, was it healed during those? I moments? have a feeling he would have been there once she got out of the vehicle to stand up. That he would have helped her straighten her booty shorts, which she did not request his assistant with. She did entirely on her own as oh, she stood up. So she was yes. Okay. So if she had any physical called, difficulties, she called the cops on him. No, ain't nobody having sex around here. This is a place of business. The cops would not have shown up in time to do anything except ask some questions and giggle. So I don't, I don't know what they were up to in broad daylight. At noontime, at a front in a, of a popular, in a po- I mean, and no, was funny. Like, there's parts of this area they could have got away with that with minimal audience. Yeah, there's spots all over. There's yes. empty parking lots everywhere here. Yes. You want to know where I, wa- I eat my lunch every single day? I don't like eating in front of people. It's like a huge, like. Uh, I don't know if it's a self-confidence thing, but I just I hate eating in front of people. I'm kind of just looping all your I don't do this in front of other people into like not having self-confidence. Yeah, yeah. So what I do is I go down the road and I go over and then over past the dude with the Trump sign in his lawn. And then there's like an empty parking lot and there's a whole bunch of empty parking lots back there. Yes. And I, I park underneath a tree and I eat my lunch. And I listen to an MMA podcast, and it's my way to get away from everybody and everything. And then I drive back over here. But yeah, there's a bunch of empty parking lot. There's a dead body back there too. I'm convinced. There's, I'm. I'm. It's got certain, a certain yeah. stank to it, and I'm just like, dude. Which reminds me, since we're on the topic of stank, mm-hmm. did you notice the stank in the parking lot last week? Did you notice? You know what's back there, right? No. What? Okay. I will risk getting poison ivy. To show you what's back there. Okay, I will not risk hearing you have poison ivy yeah, that's again. True. That's true. That's more of a punishment to me. You know what poison ivy looks like, right? I do. I've seen. Oh, what the plant looks like? Yeah. No. Okay. We need to take somebody back there that does. Dude, it's like a hobo village back there. You've you never serious? been back there. There's an old BMX trail. There's a Kroger yeah, shopping carts everywhere. I know about this. Dude, I know about the BMX trail because you will hear snowmobiles out back. Really? Yeah, I didn't Snowmobile. know. Oh yeah, it's snowmobiles like, are all over that business. So we're in there. like the uh, to be honest, we're in the worst location ever. This place, like the building itself, just sucks. It just does. It's old. It's outdated. But we make do with what we've got. But behind the building, there's a trail, and I call it the Hobo Trail of Dreams. And you go, <laughs> you go fur, further uh, back there, and there's like a track. There's like uh, shopping carts everywhere. 
I'm convinced there's a dead body back there. Wait, too. you went back there? I've walked back there before. Yeah, somebody told. I think Joe told me. He's like, yeah, back there, there's a whole bunch of stuff, and it's like, oh, okay, so I just walked back there one day. I would not do that. Why? It's whole. We're not in Detroit. I want to be. Uh, well, I did walk around the Packer plant a lot, but regardless, did you hear? You heard about the tiger that was loose in the Packer plant, right? No. So this is like a couple of years ago. Oh my god! And there was a, they were doing a photo shoot with a tiger, and the tiger got loose in the Packer plant. Yeah. Those idiots. Yeah, dude. It, you there's nothing in your brain that loves exploring like abandoned buildings or anything. No. Really? No. Dude, I love that. Okay. Okay. Let me put it like this. Given certain situations and purposes, yes. Like if I'm doing, like if I was like holding a photo shoot with like half naked women, then absolutely, <laughs> this would be wonderful. But like just for the sake of looking at abandonment, no. Really? Because I grew up with it, man. I know. Like but, I so saw did I, Well, I grew up in, in, with it in the sense of I grew up around Seven Mile and Mac. So from birth until about six, seven years old, maybe eight. I, I went to school in Detroit and everything like that. And I, well, from kindergarten to second grade. So second grade, you're what? Eight years old? Second grade? Yeah, yeah seven, eight years old. And then that's yeah. when I moved up north. So I was around, like, you go by more of my houses where I used to grow up at. And there's it's it's not abandoned, but a lot of houses around are. But I just have, like, my dad and I, we went to uh, the industrial complex in Detroit and just walked around. Yeah, see, when <laughs> I see blight... All I think of is the failure of politicians and people yeah. to like the thing that drives me nuts is in Detroit. You have all this space and you have all these buildings and you have all this blight that could easily be repurposed. But the reason it's not is for dumb political reasons. Mm -hmm. It's for dumb social reasons. Yeah. It's for a quite a chunk of racism and a whole bunch of other stuff. Now. Long after I'm dead, Detroit, I'm 100% positive, is going to go through a new renaissance. And I think Detroit it's is going big enough. It now. No, I'm, yes, but I mean, like, we're going to call it, like, the reverse white flight. Like, I think Detroit is going to be, like, well, it's going to be, like, the million and a half people living in it again situation. And you'll have all this thriving stuff going on. All we really need is, like, capable public transportation, mm -hmm. both above ground and under. And... Yeah, you can change everything, and I understand they built the queue line, and that was supposed oh, to help God. that. Don't I'm not I'm not gonna say nothing about that because I ain't, I ain't, mm, we don't have the time mm, anyway. Yeah, I mean it's like the people mover. It's like oh great, yeah. great something to put your name on that does so. And, mm, yeah. Stop anyway. Yeah. Long after I'm dead, Detroit's gonna go through a new renaissance because it has infrastructure. I grew I grew up in the northwest corner. Okay, so I was I was north of Redford and east of Livonia. Oh, okay. And south of Southfield. Somebody, uh, I was, uh, strangely enough, I was watching an ICP interview this weekend, Vlad mm. TV, and Shaggy had said something that actually resonated with me because I remember growing up and he said that you could cover one eye and see nothing but multi-million dollar houses. Then you cover that same eye and you look through the other one and it's abandoned buildings. And in Detroit, you have the eight mile line, obviously. Yes. But there's also a line in Detroit that separates Gross Point from Detroit. Mm -hmm. And you literally, oh, hey, that's where Art Van lives. Like the Art Van, you know, or that's where his family lives. Yeah. And then, oh, wow, it's an abandoned. And it's just one of those cities to where Detroit is very much, it's heavily segregated, obviously, but you can, you can literally see the line where it's segregated um it's not that is not unique to detroit 
or unique to cities in Michigan or to the cities in this country. It's worldwide. Yeah. Because what happens is the rich build up a space um, because there's a resource that they want there. Uh, the the area thrives and then they move because it's too expensive to maintain. And then all of a sudden, um, it was too expensive to maintain. Then all of a sudden you're filled with blight and now the, the property's cheap again. And so the, and this is years gone. So transportation skills have increased. So they go back into that space for that cheap property. They buy it up. They create this massive monument to themselves and some spaces for cheap businesses and whatever. And then they start gentrifying the people who have moved in. So it's like literally space. If you look on a macro level over like decades, you will see wherever the rich go, to pursue their 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 efforts, uh, business thrives, and then they go away, and business dies, and what's left is the poor and uh, middle class, and it's over and over and over, and you will always have lines of delineation, and you have those lines of delineation that indicate who's rich and who isn't, because that's specifically where the people who are in power decide, well, this property is the cheapest here, that's what we're buying up. But don't you, uh, uh, getting back to looking at some of those areas and exploring them, there's nothing in your brain that wants, I understand the whole blight thing. I get it. And I'm not with my golden monocle and million dollars cash walking in. Nah, 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 and, nah, nah. But nah, like nah, me nah. and my buddy, we would, there was a time where he, where he was at, like right down the block, there was an abandoned house and him and I went and explored it and walked around inside of it. And you have to understand, this isn't so much a question of safety to me. This is a question of like me being, my brain is hyperactive over things that make me mad. Mm -hmm. Like in the course of a day, I can find 75 things that make me mad. I have to choose to be chill because otherwise I'll just spend my whole day being angry with a blood pressure around 240 over 180. <laughs> so it's like the reason I don't check out Blight isn't because I'm scared, even though I've heard some stories about people hanging out too late at night in one of them mugs. Well, yeah, you don't yeah, go yeah. at night. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I don't talk about going at night i'm talking about going after the sun starts to set yeah. like when you see the sky turn orange it's time to go yeah like if you even get to that close i hope you have some type of security it's just, but it's not even about a matter of safety it's about reminding uh, reminding myself about how people have failed yeah. and i get signs of that everywhere i go yeah. so it's like why would i add another one yeah that's true one thing that, that you have helped me uh with this venting therapy pro is what you just brought up like there are so many things like this morning i was i was just so angry and it was work related but i was so angry that it bled into my lunchtime and even my boss is like you're very upset and i said yes i am i don't want to talk because i need time to sit there and mm -hmm. and get mad but then i get over it very quickly and i'm just like you know what whatever but you have taught me to focus and repurpose that energy elsewhere yeah you know it's something that that is a it's a work in progress but it's uh well yeah it's not easy to do i mean i'm 43 i've been practicing yeah. it for a long ass time like yeah. it's it's you, you kind of just have to come to a you have to come to a realization and this is another reason I can't have kids see I told there's so many things <laughs> that just can't wait to make me mad yeah. but like the idea that I have to explain to a child that I have it's like yo I brought you to this world knowing that it's broken but you have to make the best of it like yeah, they didn't ask for that 
Like that no, was but we a didn't choice. Ask, we didn't ask for that. And we turned out okay. Everybody always talks no. about like this is the worst generation or this is the worst of times to be alive or be Those, around. The, the, well, actually, now with climate change, this is kind of one of the worst times to be around. But dude, you know before, what was worse? But, actually, you know what? The industrial revolution brought so much pollution and difficulty. Then there was you could come okay, up. Okay, you know what? In every generation, there's something. Right. You're right. You're right. Because In every could, generation, there's something. I mean, something. what's worse? Dealing with uh, it being a little bit hotter outside and our planet constantly changing and possibly ending because of climate change? Sure, that's bad. Or would you rather have grown up during the Black Plague? Like, there's always something. There's always something. Or during Vietnam, where you get sent off to Vietnam. Oh, my God. That yeah, you just and, you graduate high school. Right. And you're about to go to college. Right. Nope, you're or going you to cra- Vietnam. Or, or you crap yourself and you're Ted Nugent and you don't go. But regardless, that's a topic oh, for another time. Oh, I know. I know. But listen. Regardless, dude, we've got it pretty good as human beings as a whole compared to, like, we have air conditioning. We have uh, a a means to survive. We don't have, you know, predators, you know, knocking at our door trying to eat us alive. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're not living in caves, but things could be a lot easier. And see, that's what blows my mind about people. Like, I remember this guy, these guys had T-shirts that said, I would rather be Russian then vote for a Democrat. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, in Russia, if you were to exert that kind of sentiment right. against your government, you're done. Yes. Like you're they done. will disappear. Your family will know yep. where you are. If you're in China, yep. same thing. If you go to Europe, yep. oh, your taxes are astronomical yep. and your chances of being rich are very much See, determined how old your family is. And it's like here in the United States, you have more freedom than anything yep. else because we didn't start this country because we had this land and we decided to make the best of it. Yeah. We decided to steal this land from the Indians and cut Come up with an idea, an idea that would make it the most unique and powerful country in the world and an idea that has taken so much root throughout the world that it continues to proliferate. Like the idea of the United States is the most magical and beautiful thing ever. And mm-hmm. I'm saying as a black man with Trump as president with all this racism that seems to be coming from all. And I'm not calling Trump a racist. Right. I'm saying there's a lot of racist stuff going on that seemed to inflame while he was president. But that said, America's still a beautiful ass country. But, and that's the thing. You can still appreciate your country and love your country and realize that there's stuff going on that you Absolutely, don't agree with. Man. When you think about what happened to Rodney King, that happens on a weekly basis in this country now, at least. Uh, at least. Uh, uh, when you say now, it's like, nah, bruh. Like, it was daily. Right. Like, if we didn't have cell phone cameras, right. people would not know. All the, I mean, remember, it was perfectly legal to lynch people. Yeah. Like, back in the, in the early... It was 60 years like, ago. Like, antebellum South. Right. And I'm, just ta- I'm not talking I'm not just 60. about black people. It's predominantly black people that got lynched. We're talking about, like, Italians, mm-hmm. Irish. Like, anybody who disagreed with the predominant populace, populace could be uh, lifted up in a tree and killed. And it was perfectly legal. They have pictures in newspapers back then with people's faces and interviews saying they were glad to have participated who never saw an inch of jail time. Yeah. So it's like, even then, yeah. we're still a better country than most because we have the ability through mobilization and protest and free speech yeah. to change the things that bother See, us. See, but that's, what, that's why I appreciate you because you understand that and I understand that. But what irks me more than anything is the people that don't see 
the good in this country and don't see the freedoms that were allowed to where what we're going through right now is it a difficult time in this country yes absolutely and i'm not going to get into politics why uh if you want to know why just google it okay but the thing is is when you think about it america is a it's an awesome place to live man it is you know like you said and when i see AC, people like right. people can make people make made snowmobile tracks behind our building and yeah. there's no police going uh, i don't know about this you right. know it's like people just gonna go ahead and but do that's it. why when i see people burning the flag or I see people spitting on this country, that's what irks me the most because I don't agree with everything that's going on in this country, but I also, I'm not going to piss on the soldiers who have fought to give us these freedoms. You know what I'm ah, saying? I see burning the flag is not an express. Like, I have heard soldiers say, look, I, I fought for you to have the right to burn this flag. But to me, it's the symbolism that comes with it, and that's what that's what bothers me about it. I mean, it, it, should, it should bother you if you call yourself a patriot of this country, but yeah. also what makes you a patriot is the idea that you can be bothered by well, that fact and still understand that someone has every right to do that. There, there's certain means of expressing your opinion. If you want to kneel during an anthem, that is absolutely your right and your choice as a human being and as an American. And there's people who have fought because of that. But what I will say is when you grab the flag and you burn it and you step on and listen, who am I to put limits on it? I, I, listen, if you are that politically charged or you have that much of an aggression towards this country and that's how you want to express it. That's fine. I'm just saying I don't agree with it. It was determined by the Supreme Court Mm. that we have every right to do whatever we want with the cultural artifacts. It bothers me, So long as it's our own property and no one else's. If you burn someone else's flag, you in trouble. But here's the problem. If you burn your own personal flag, ah, okay. But here's the thing, though. Even using the flag for commercial reasons. Okay, because technically you're not supposed to use the American flag for. That's not even technical. That's a fact for financial benefit. You can't use it for financial benefit. Right. But people do all the time. Walmart does when they sell the T-shirts. You know, there's no, no, there's that's different. They are allowed to sell things that have like they can sell flags for for uh, they can an eagle with a flag in the background that says freedom like that to me. You're making profit off of America, which is whatever. What I'm saying is this, though, there there are certain ways to represent your country and there's certain ways to disapprove of your country and kneeling during a national anthem i have no problem with whatsoever i think that that takes a lot of respect it takes a lot of courage um it's it's expressing your opinion without hurting anybody burning the flag is the same thing you could say hey i'm expressing my opinion with that it's the imagery that comes with it that bothers me the fact that it's like people literally fought for that flag to fly and you decided to buy it and burn it to and that just bothers the me. fact that it bothers you is wonderful but the fact that they can do it is oh yeah there's nothing i wonderful. can do about it yeah i, yeah, I get that's it, why dude. but that's why it's awesome to live in america yes because if know? you did that but in I, certain other countries oh, oh god oh, but here's the thing though they I, would take you out and your family oh. i wanted i wanted to bring this up in a, in a separate podcast but we're already on the topic of it but i feel like as i get older i'm learning to respect and appreciate the country where i'm at and that's not to say that i don't think that there's issues in this country and that there isn't right there is racism in this country there is big problem there is poverty levels in this country that are astronomically just insane i'm not saying that i'm just saying i'm proud to be in a country where we can 
we can express our freedoms and we can express our opinions without having our fingers chopped off. Women can wear bikinis. Women can get tattoos without being lynched or without being thrown. You know, what is it where they throw rocks at you? Stoned to death. You know, I'm still thinking about women in bikinis. Oh, my gosh. We're done. This happened. We'll go ahead and get into more detail some other time because Spam wants to think about uh, big old God boobies. <laughs> big old God boobies? Yeah, is I was, that what I you was going to say something else. It's from an episode of Workaholics. Oh, my God. Where Adam says, big old God. And he says the T word. I have a story about them that I can't tell on here, but I'll tell you once we are off the air. Okay. Well, then. It's a funny story. It's a very funny story. Now I have something to look forward to. Thank you so much for listening to this completely ADD, OCD, off the wall episode of the podcast. Um, it, With a touch of therapy session. Yes. The next episode being posted is going to be the Gucci Berry episode. And if he doesn't show up, oh I'll God. probably quit my job because I, I, I don't. Dude, I just know the interview is going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I I'm, want everyone to learn about him i am nervous as hell oh god i straight i'm not even joking i am legit nervous so about this okay. usually about an interview like i'm just like oh okay cool when i found out i had to interview sammy hagar it was gonna be on video and mm-hmm. i'd never done a video interv- interview before <laughs> and we had no location we hadn't locked down anything except the fact that we were gonna get to talk to him uh-huh. i was like oh okay like we're gonna talk to this guy and i'm like oh dear i'm so excited it's gonna be pre-recorded it has to be pre-recorded <laughs> all the pre-recorded all right how much hand sanitizer do we <laughs> have i'm gonna check the closet if he says to you hey we're gonna do a video swing to the sack sunday i'll let you kick me in the sack would you do it hell no why not I'm, I come kinda, on man i kind of live by a philosophy do unto others you would have them doing to you so like i don't even want to put this kind of energy in the i universe. will gladly I do it man i just don't i'm so excited I'm like so excited. i don't even know if you can like per corporate like if you it just I don't even anything is possible. Oh, I just I I don't get to take it off the air because you want to kick him in the jubies. <laughs> you don't have to kick a man in the jubies. I know I won't. I won't end up doing it. I probably will. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Make sure that you subscribe on whatever streaming service platform you have. Spotify, because that's the only one we know we're on yet. I think we're on Apple Podcasts. I, I say that. I say that every time. You think it's not the answer? Stop time. it! Stop it! All right. Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it.